Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. Glasses, yes, it's another week of Aussie Tech Heads. How is going? Uh, this week got another another big week, heaps of stories to get through, and also don't always each week the Aussie Tech Heads is brought to you by the Aussie Tech Heads web hosting, and you can find them at athwebhosting.com.au. Uh, all servers are in Australia and they are nice and fast and uh, well supported by the team at the athwebhosting.com.au. All right, let's uh, let's jump straight into it and welcome Jace's back. Hey, Jace, how are you going? You had a good Easter? Hey, good to see you again. Holidays and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah, three weeks. I was going to have two, but then HR sent an email around everybody in the company and said, well, there's only three days between each long weekend. Why don't you have those off as well? So I said to the boss, okay, I'm going to do that. And he's like, no, don't do it. Oh. <laughs> Too late. Said, too late, man. Already done it. Right. HR told me I had to do it. Not my fault. <laughs> I can't believe it's been three weeks. I texted you, I know, through the week saying, are you on this week? Has it really been three weeks? Jeez, time goes fast, yeah, it was, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, two so far, but I've still got this week off. The last two, I was with my daughter on holidays, and this one, I'm just at home. I'm uh, trying to get my skills up for the move down south, as we've mentioned before. So cool. I'm learning all about uh, puppets and Nginx and uh, all sorts of things, Ruby, mm, all of these things. All so the good stuff, eh? It's really good for deploying systems that when you've got to manage like hundreds of or thousands of servers Oh my god! Do it all with this 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 thing called Puppet from Puppet Labs. So yeah, right. getting the old knocking going again hasn't been switched on for about ten years. So jeez, oh, that sounds that sounds complicated enough. But uh, look, yeah. So uh, yeah. So welcome back, Jase, and uh, we've got a special guest tonight. And it, I don't mind in saying it's the Aussie Tech Heads answer to Louis CK. It's Mark. Mark's come back for an episode. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Hey, how's everyone going? Yeah, not too bad. Look at you, eh? New microphone. Well, in since in the five years since we last saw you. <laughs> yes, the technology's improved a touch. Oh, it has, hasn't it? It's great. It's great. What have you been up to for the last five or six years? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been working um, most of the time um, and also doing The Den, that's which right. is on iTunes, and that's kind of got two seasons, episode one, well, sorry, season one has about 50 episodes, which was crazy. Mm. And uh, season two has about maybe 10. Yeah. And season three is coming up. Right. Now, now you probably have forgotten, but uh, The Den can also be heard on AussieTechRadio.com. Uh, so uh, we'll yes, talk. Yes, and we'll... also on the Twitter feed as well, on Paperly. Oh, yes. You got a, you've got a, uh, a paper out for The Den. I do, but I must I must say, not too impressed. Like I subscribed to it, mm-hmm. paid the ninety nine bucks, but most of the stuff that comes through it, I don't. I, I like the Den page gets updated quite a bit. Yes, but none of the stories from the Den seem to come up, which was the whole point of getting a 
you know, newspaper. It's all stuff from the New York Times, CNN, you know, and anyway, don't get me started. But it all runs from your, the Twitter accounts that you insert into the... the yeah, pro- did that, did that, you know. Yep. You might get one story every six months and you get I'm getting emails now every day going, the den is out. Yes. And I'm like, that's great. I well, want to read about other things, not... From the den, which well, is, defeats the purpose. Well, I'll tell you what. If you if you want to hear about a paper that is up to date and does work properly, Aussie Tech Eds, that's the one. And you yes. can find that at aussietechheads.com.au forward slash paper. That's just where we live. All right. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, get into some stories, eh? How about that? How do you mm. like that? Uh, mm. Oh, mm. well, yes. Okay. Let's go for this one first. Microsoft silently. Now, this is a big one, I reckon. This is, this is pretty shocking. Microsoft silently <laughs> alters user files on OneDrive. Can you believe that? Jace, can you believe that? What What's your comments on this sort of stuff? It's crazy. What is it they're altering? <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what's going on first. The um... you know, drawing mustaches <laughs> on your grandma's photos or something? Is that it? <laughs> That's what they're doing. You upload I, I would expect that to be an extra add-on pay-for service from Microsoft. <laughs> A blogger named Sean Byrne in Ireland has found Microsoft appears to be silently modifying user data stored in OneDrive for business services by injecting uniquely identifiable code into some files. Now, this is this is tragedy. According to Burns's test, OneDrive adds UUIDs, which are universally unique identifiers, to HTML and PHP files. Microsoft Office files were also engaged, uh, enlarged by about eight kilobytes. Uh, Microsoft Office files had what appears to be uniquely identifiable uh, code added, potentially making it possible to match them to a company and possible even to a specific user's account, Burn wrote. So this is uh, no good because this is actually, they're inserting stuff into your actual code that you're writing, say in a PHP or HTML file. Uh, I hate it when someone does that. You know, Microsoft did all of this with Office back in the day. I think it was like 97 or something they started doing this and there was everybody was up in arms about it and they hammered on Microsoft and told them how much they sucked and then they learned about it and they issued a patch which took all the identifying stuff out of it and now they've just gone back to where they were before. But yeah, I can... maybe, maybe they got to like some kind of uh, syndrome going on where they're actually starting to like people hating them because the decisions they come up with this kind of stuff. you got to think, seriously, if it's happened before, you had a massive backlash, you fixed it, mm. now you're doing it again with the new technology. Yeah. Somebody's not thinking. Well, I can... masochists. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd imagine, like, like without without being a, a, this guy, Sean Burns, whatever his name is, like, so I can imagine that, say, Microsoft may have stopped injecting this code into Office documents that sit on your desktop. But if you, in, if you upload a file, like, say, a PowerPoint document to the cloud, to the OneDrive, privately owned, probably paid for OneDrive, well, you would, ex- you would expect that you're not going to get code injection into into your file like you would expect that's that right to, yeah. come back. the other thing is um if if it's like a shared out folder on on the OneDrive that many people are using you, you're going to see who's put what where all the time whether that's a good thing depending on uh, your situation i guess is the thing hmm. but uh it does it stay there once you download the file or is it only on the hosted location then when you download it it's gone uh, no 
because he said that uh, Burn ran into a syncing issue with some files on OneDrive. So it's, it's created syncing issues and decided to check if they were damaged by running a, a message digest algorithm checksum utility on them to see if the data stored in the cloud was the same as what he had locally. To Burn's surprise, the checksums for most of the files did not match and become concerned they were being corrupted. So um, further Testing. Sounds like they're creating their own sync yeah. problems there by changing the files and their version checker's going to go, does this look the same? No, these two are different. Uh, mm. What do I do now? I don't know. Apple's used to have a lot of trouble with uh, file syncing in the day as well. Mm. But uh, it sounds like Microsoft are creating their own problems. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, need it's to create. Very, if they can do this type of thing where it takes a person, you know I mean, like someone, a whistleblower to come out and tell that, Imagine what they'll be able to do in the future with regards to, you know, putting incriminating evidence on people's computers, that type of stuff that they want to actually, you know, deface mm. them to the public. Well, that's what uh, that's what the people are concerned about with this particular story is that, you know, sometimes these documents are held as as you would imagine and and would think securely, privately in the cloud. You would expect mm. them to be untouched because what happens if you need to refer to them in in a in a case of law? Or something like that. Exactly. The, and, and worse than that is yeah. if the files are being corrupted, what's the chances of the files actually being unreadable? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like yeah, if this stuff that. comes through, it's like. And then, yeah. If and not to mention that, if Microsoft can do it, then any 13-year-old with a coding background could probably do it as well because at the end of the day, the security can't be that good if they're having, you know, complete access to your files. Like mm. That would make me rather nervous. But then again, you know, I'm running on Macintosh and they just did a massive update as in like a vulnerabilities thing, which I think is one That's of the right. stories in the, in the news feed. That's, that is. We'll get to that. We'll, well, you can take that story if you like. We'll do that one soonish. But I'll uh, take it and I'll run with it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but just to finish off with this one, uh, apparently it appears uh, to be only with uh, commercial OneDrive files and the consumer OneDrive seems to be okay. Obviously, consumers aren't that important and Microsoft just wants to inject... <laughs> Check code into the commercial people's uh, stuff, but yeah, it's pretty uh, frustrating and pretty. Well, this is hot on the heels of the you know searching through private emails uh, of someone to to find out where <coughs> a, a, a leak came from within their organisation. Like this is, yeah, no good. Well, I'm, I'm wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be a backlash against that one as well. And uh, yeah, do you? What do you use, Mark? Are you you wouldn't be a OneDrive user, I guess. Being, uh, um, I'm confused now because, like, I I I registered with Dropbox, as in, like, signed up with them, um, and I haven't even had time to go through it and put my priced precious files on their server. Mm. I'm also with iCloud and iTunes Match, yeah. Which, again, I think is only like three gig, um, and. I don't know. It's 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 so hard because like Google Drive is the other one, but then when you look at Google, Google, um, it's it's kind of it's got it's almost like the um, it's the it's the swastika of the internet with regards to you know the Nazis took over you know Poland and France and just usurped all these countries. Just seeing Google usurping all these major mm. you know programs, like you're starting to see that happen with the major companies where they're actually buying up smaller groups. Yes, like Google. Let's face it, it owns Gmail, which is obviously the biggest email server on the planet mm. and then you've also got youtube and yes. whatever else they've actually kind of like acquired in that time but they are very much um as far as spying on us it wouldn't surprise me at all but then the thing is are you really that interesting that people are really going to give a shit you know about what you send like some of the emails oh, i get right. from friends i don't think anyone would really be interested in reading them 
No, because they're no. either really, you know. But I think the difference, especially be- some of the stuff you send me. <laughs> yeah, I think the difference with the the girl chundering that sort of one. Now the, the difference <laughs> between the the what Google does. Google just does it as an algorithm to to um to uh, serve ads to your screen, and like there's no human eyes on the, on your emails. But just recently, Microsoft has uh, has physically eyeballed people's emails just because they had an internal leak going on. So they've eyeballed the people's hotmails. But anyway, enough of that. And uh, you- I, I, Before before yes. we go any further with that, I was going to say you would think with today, how long has YouTube been around since? 2004? Bob, yeah. Some of that, I suppose. Yeah, around that. So, yeah. So you're looking at 10 years of, of being in existence. You would think, because like I was searching for some cars online, just doing some reviews and all that kind of stuff. And it blew me away to a degree because like, I typed in the car name, obviously, in the model number, and then the advertisements were all car related. Mm. That should be across the board, you know what I mean? But I guess the problem is, is when you start looking at UFO videos and that, what do you advertise when you're, you know, searching for UFO videos? Oh, tinfoil obviously, hats. Star Trek Next Generation DVD collection. Yeah, true. What's, what's that mean? Tinfoil yeah. hats. I suppose, you know, Doctor <laughs> Who season seven oh, coming yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. All right. Uh, good stuff. Speaking of Doctor Who. Oh, very oh, nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Bloody thing's fading, though. It's not great quality for some reason. Spewing. Oh. How, how old is it? A few months. Oh, that. Where was it purchased from? Which uh, is Doctor is Who show in Melbourne, I think. All right. Well, it's, see, probably it's probably manufactured in Southeast probably... Asia or China. Yeah, my daughter's got a um, shirt from about the same time and hers is fine, looks really great. Mine just looks terrible. It might have been made in 1902. Who knows? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Now, I keep losing my frigging mouse. It's on your desk under your hand. All right. Uh, So, so Jay, what sort of – if I throw to you, will you pick a story out or – you want me to yeah, I've got a bunch opened here. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so we'll do a Jay story. Go with a funny one. Yeah, do a, a story from you, and then we'll Mark, you can pick up on with the OSX updates if you like, and give us some. Sweet. Cool. All right. Uh, so we'll do. Uh, yes. Uh, welcome back. As I mentioned before, AussieTechRadio.com. Uh, go there if you want to. All these funky little shows on there. There's uh, us. There's the Aussie Max Zone. Uh, two guys talking tech. There's a Joomla Beat podcast. There's stacks of stuff there. Just uh, If you want to know all instructions, AussieTechRadio.com. Uh, it's a shoutcast 24-7. Come and join it. New shows every Friday. All right? So jump in on there. Uh, Jace, what have, what have you found this week in your week of leisure? Well, there was the uh, – unfortunately, the uh, New York police made a big of a blunder – uh, trying to get some PR for the police. And uh, they, they sent out a uh, tweet on Twitter. Do you have a photo with a member of the New York Police Department? Tweet us and tag it with my NYPD. It may be featured in our Facebook. Instead of having happy, smiling photos of people getting hugs from the police or whatever they're hoping <laughs> for, or police cuddling kittens, they ended up with all these pictures of police bashing people up. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> All the police brutality, police there with their batons smashing people over their head, oh, uh, manhandling an 84-year-old man because he was jaywalking and dragging him around, other police calling out brutality and stuff like this, and Twitter just flooded into a big <laughs> PR disaster for the police. I mean, you, somebody there must have seen this was going to happen, surely? You'd think, wouldn't you? They must have been like going, do you reckon people will just post happy photos? Yeah, <laughs> getting kittens out, out of trees. 
Americans love their police departments over there. They're fantastic. Yeah. Oh, man, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty um, funny. Clearly, there was no stipulation. Please, no non I mean, all non-violent photos, preferably. They'll probably have a disclaimer on the next round. Yeah. <laughs> they said uh, Qantas infamously endured a PR disaster in 2011 after its hashtag Qantas luxury campaign prompted a glut of withering comments about grounded flights and engines catching fire. <laughs> It's a powerful, it can be a powerful weapon if it's misused, Twitter. Well, that's right. No, nobody is going to post something nice like that. I mean, if, you, if you're, a, if you're a, a group that people really don't like that much, then uh, they're going to post something bad about you. If it's, if it's yeah. somebody that people really love, then they're going to post good stuff. But uh, yeah. Yeah, when you can't you change your image. You like the amount of truth activists on Twitter... <clears throat> putting that out was just like shooting fish in a bucket. It was like, <laughs> send us a photo of the constabulary. It's like, no, we don't want that one. We don't want no blood in the shots, please. No. <laughs> now, uh, so moving on to something different, Mark, what sort of machinery are you running up there these days? Have you have you moved on since the uh, the G5 Power Mac? Yes, actually, I, I, I have <laughs> just. Uh, recently <laughs> upgraded to a new iMac 27-inch to replace for the office basically it's the nice. one that does all the hard yards oh right nice nice and so what the hard yards as in you're still editing videos audios obviously with the den uh, all of the above all of the above and venturing in new things as well songwriting that type of stuff so yeah so it's it's pretty much going to be a, a workstation and i've built it up that way like yep. it's it's had a few dollars spent on it but it's all tax deductible which is fantastic That's nice isn't it now you haven't faltered you've always you've been mac you've never gone back once you went mac no well i recently upgraded a samsung laptop um and i actually rang you during that process and it was a 2011 samsung um with two gig of ram and a maybe a 300 gig standard hard drive mm. So I upgraded it to a 240 gig SSD drive and eight gig of RAM. Mm. And the, um, the problem was, was that the 240 came from a Mac computer because I upgraded the laptops to one terabytes. Yep. And there was no way for me to actually format it on Windows. Um, and I ran it on a desktop as well as the laptop and did a whole range of things and it just wouldn't let me do it. Mm. So I ended up having to take the back off the uh, MacBook the 13 inch MacBook, throw it in that, which was a pain in the ass, put it in, connect it as an external hard drive and then reformat it to MS DOS. Yeah. Right. And then it worked. <laughs> but Jeez. what a pain. Yeah. In the ass. Oh, look, it can be a pain, but don't go blaming windows. It's a, it should never have been formatted Mac in the first place. So that, oh, that's yeah, the problem. Yeah. <laughs> now what's, uh, you've got, you've had some updates to your little Mac this week. What, what's happened? They brought yes, out some well, updates. In going through the show notes that you sent me, I discovered that there was a, let me just pull it up. A Mac, OSX update. Apple has released a security update for Mac users running its Mountain Lion, Mavericks, and Lion server operating systems on Tuesday, US time. The update addressed 13 OSX vulnerabilities in total, including numerous bugs that could allow arbitrary code execution. Now, I didn't know about this until I saw it on the show notes, and I'd, I only discovered that out of the four Macs that I have running, only one of them had been updated. So I what about updating all of them? So Sweet. now now the thing is, you look at that and you think, oh, God bless them. They're helping us. <laughs> yes. They're making it so it's less vulnerable to attacks. But then you think to yourself, 
lately with regards to certain updates on computers, it's been a night. No- it's just been a nightmare with mm. incompatibilities and oh, thank you. Well, the biggest. I don't know if you've been following it. Probably you don't. But like the biggest crazy thing that we spoke about recently was the Windows eight point one update one. That's the name of it. <laughs> so it's eight point one. That's the name of the. That's the- <laughs> that's the version of Windows, but now that, there's an that, update. That's one. like the epitome of laziness. That is, yeah. it's like yeah, we'll just add an extra one on the end. And if you don't, if you don't update to update one, then you're not going to be point set. one. Yes, you're not going to oh. be. Yes, eight point one update one. That's what yeah. it's called. They're not going to send you any more security patches for eight point one. You've got to be updated to update one. So there's something I don't know. That sounds that that to me, especially when you see it happen on two different platforms, um, it could be a good thing, or it could be some kind of nasty shit that they're putting into the computers so they can even access it more. Mm, well, I don't know. I, I just think there's something obviously going on with up with Windows 8.1 that yeah, they just they just want to turn their back on or something like they just don't want to deal with something or other. But anyway, anyway, that's we spoke about that the other week, so that's all good. We're in the lounge. Sorry, lounge. Yeah. Hang on. Is any kids in the lounge? I apologize. Quite upset, Milo. <laughs> That's two, about it. Two Sorry, seconds. Milo. Hang on. Hang on. Shush. I didn't mean to drop the bomb. Oh, hello. We're back to this. Oh, Hollywood. Yeah, only because I had to start the recording. And for some reason, Vid Blaster stops recording in the middle. I'm going to get me one of them. Where do you get those from? I don't know. eBay. Yes, eBay. That one. Yes. Oh wow. That's you good. can get one for your iPad. They don't need to be that big though. Like all you need is like a little one. About that size. Yeah, um, PA gave me a little one, but it, the little lug in it broke off. I wasn't clapping no, that hard. Made in China. Mm. I just clapped my hands. It's a bit cheaper. Mm. I heard a funny story today with regards to Chinese manufacturing, and I'm not having to go against China because at the end of the day they win. But the um, have we heard of the Cherry? It's a car. And the car manufacturer, like you got Hyundai and you got Kia, they're called Cherry. And this is true. The roof racks on the Cherry SUV are purely for cosmetic reasons. They don't support any major load. (laughs) So, like, you get this car and it's like, oh, thanks, mum and dad. It's got roof racks. Excellent. Put a surfboard on it and it just snaps like fairy. Oh, like cotton candy. Cotton candy. What's that? Toffee. Like toffee. Is it going to help anyone who's in a car accident in a Cherry? All right, let's uh, let's come back because this vid blast has probably only got another cherry, twenty minutes. Is that what you're saying? Mm, mm, mm. I think that's that'll be like the catchphrase from now on. Pop that cherry, cherry busted. Yeah, pop it now. Okay, now um, 
You can catch us on facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds with all the uh, the meanderings of, of conversation that we carry on with. <laughs> there's uh, conversations, there's uh, apps, Android apps and Apple iOS apps free for the day. So normally we put them up there because not, not that we particularly, you know, looking for a, an app of the day. You call but- that, Glenn, you call those giveaways. Plenty of giveaways. Yes. None of this free. Apps stuff, that's, but they are free because normally you pay for them, you see, but on that day. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, therefore, you're giving them exclusive giveaways because they would have had to go looking for them, but you're just giving them the links. You're providing them links to juicy bits of giveaways. Well, well yes, essentially, that's what's happening. So, if, if you want some of those giveaways, then you go to the facebook.com forward slash Aussie tickets, all right? Cool. Now, look, let me uh, let me carry on with a story. Let me find one that I think is going oh, to... Oh, can I just, can I just yes. interlude one second? Because you'll agree, you'll, you'll understand where I'm coming from this. Yep. Okay. iTunes. Who uses iTunes yes, at all? me. Anyone on the channel? Yes. As little as possible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I purchased Faulty Towers, Black Adder, like all the classics. Mm. They were like that comedy special thing, the young ones, all of those. The quality of it, probably a little bit better than what we're watching now. It was just, it was like someone take, took the Betamax recording and just copied it to a file. You know what I mean? Like they're really grainy and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I thought to myself, oh, well, that must be just those because they're old TV shows. But oh, then I've no. actually, I, I did some recent ones as well and they were still kind of like bad VHS quality. Yeah. And then with the music side of things, being a DJ that I am, I purchased quite a lot of music on iTunes. And one of the albums that I purchased, which was Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill Acoustic. So she yep. recorded the whole album again, but did it acoustically. Right. And the first track plays for six seconds and then stops, goes to the next track. Uh, that's no good. What, what stops you from uh, paying for Spotify and then just using Spotify playlists at the uh, nightclub? Internet connection, reliable internet connection. Right, can't you can you download do... them if you've got an account. Yes, offline. Yeah, I'm doing that on iTunes. No, but on the Spotify. Um, then you wouldn't have to buy because... them and then wouldn't have to worry yeah, well, about DRM Okay, problems. yeah, no, okay. That's, that's, there's a program on my computer. Sorry, the virtual DJ program that I use um, is the professional version. And for $10 a month, you have access to like 8 million songs streaming. Right. So you can search their library. And at the moment I can search it if I have an internet connection, but I just don't have a reliable internet connection at work. Mm. Like you're in the middle of surface. If I did, it would be a different world. Doesn't surface. I could, I could run the world if there was an internet connection, the amount of hours I spend in front of the computers <laughs> at work. Doesn't surface have uh, MBN or isn't it close by or coming soon or something up there in surface? No, I don't. Don't no, don't even don't even go there. Seriously, I have it's a sitcom in itself. I'm trying to get internet for DJs, which is important for doing stuff. You know couldn't I mean? you but... couldn't you get the free Wi-Fi as the tram passes every ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Quick download, <laughs> yeah. just give me a sec. I'm just downloading it. Can you slow down? Yeah, go and throw yourself in front of the tram. I've nearly got this yeah. song. <laughs> One of you guys that are really inebriated with the special protective halo jump in front of that train. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, Seriously, the amount of times I've witnessed people, this is, I, I can only, I can only put this down to a miracle. Maybe it's, it's religious. I don't know. But when people slip over from alcoholic <laughs> consumption, yes. carrying a V uh, a, a pint of beer or a wine glass, mm. which is, you know, three quarters full. Yeah. They can go over on their ass laughing the entire time and not spill a drop. Yes, I know. Very true. Very true. 
That's that's that I've seen that firsthand on many it's, occasions. It's like and it the still whole, blows me away. The body's equilibrium is automatically and immediately transferred to ensure that that glass does not tip. That's they could it. literally break a wrist, and the and the and the contents of the beer will still be in place. Not one drop spilled. They could break a coccyx, and they got and priorities. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Just letting you know, the, there's someone has entered the venue on this side of the. Uh, pacific okay. <laughs> and uh so yeah so just forgive any kind of like you know if you hear any noises or whatever or not that's just mm, that's just, just the um, professor from the, the den oh good old professor all right uh jace have you got anything else that you want to talk about this week yeah sure uh nobody said that we're not a nation of whinges but uh you know Something new and better comes out and everybody gets really up in arms about it. Of course, uh, everybody's heard about Uber now that uh, lets uh, normal people who drive cars around can uh, essentially become taxi drivers. Well, Uber in Australia has been uh, using uh, taxis and other hire cars, but now it's moved into uh, allowing general public people to drive around in their car and pick up and drop off people at a discounted rate. And uh, the taxi council and the taxis are all up in arms about it. They said they're uh, going to warn the passengers about the risks of using the service. Right. They want to use this low, low, uh, low cost service. Uh, mm. The people are not vetted for um, their history. Or anything like this, so we don't know what kind oh, of people they are. They might the uh, kidnap you or something like this. <laughs> yeah. um, we we got to come up with all all the uh, really bad uh, risks that we could think of, just to make sure that people are not going to try and go with this Uber service. So, is this something? Would you jump into an Uber cab or Uber car? I don't know. You know, uh, I had the opportunity in Melbourne. I'd thought about it, but uh, I had my daughter at the time, and since. As as I said, you don't know who you're going in with, no. but uh, in the middle of the day, maybe maybe it's all right. Uh, in the US, they're huge. Everybody uses Uber all the time. Anything you hear about complaints over there is people when the Uber prices go up for like uh, New Year's and Christmas and stuff. Oh my God, the price has tripled. Yeah, well, supply mm. and demand that happens everywhere. But um, I don't know about myself. I don't know if I'd be comfortable in hopping in a car with just anybody. No, nah, it's a bit crazy. I think uh, one of the Oh, I wouldn't say scariest, but surprising things that happened to me once. I was just sitting in the road on the tra- at the traffic lights, and someone hopped in. I love it. Sitting in the road. Yeah, well, <laughs> sitting, you know, road. sitting at Bored, the tra- having a sandwich. Yeah, just killing time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, someone hopped in, and he he, get, he just opened the door and hopped in and sat down and said, "You going to cool and get?" And I went, "I guess I am." And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so I took him to Cooley. That that's weird. well. That's actually a very. That's a very. Um, that's a ballsy way to hitchhike. You don't even ask. You don't stick your thumb <laughs> out. Just climb into a random car. I know. I when know. I was a kid, I was supposed to be going to a youth group meeting or whatever the hell it was at the time, and a friend of mine was picking me up, and I knew what his car looked like, so I was there. It was night time. Started thinking, oh, he's not coming, so I started walking to the uh, to the place I was going to, and his car slowly drove past. So I went, hey yelled out his name, climbed in the back seat. And there was a kid sitting next to me, another kid sitting next to that one and a grandmother and a woman in the driver's seat. And they're like going, who are you? (laughs) What the hell are you doing in our car? (laughs) And uh, yeah, that was probably one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Now, my mum, my mum did something similar when we were young. She was having a screaming match with my sister who was sitting in the back. I was in the back with her and my mum's in the front and they're yelling, look, I'm going to turn this car around, right? I'm sick of you kids. And she pulls the car over and I'm trying to say, 
don't stop, don't stop. There's a hitchhiker like 50 meters back that way and he sees you stopped. He's going to hop in. No, you shut up. I'm telling your sister off. Okay, I'll shut up. And this guy opens the door. Oh, oh hi, thank you. He's like, no, 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 don't hop in, don't hop in. I wasn't stopping for you. And he's like, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. <laughs> well, he was probably all right. <laughs> but yeah, no. I was like, don't stop here. There's a guy. Now you shut up. I'm telling mm. your sister off. Okay, fine. I'll just shut Mind up you, the hitchhiker would be a bit annoyed. You know, when the car's pulled over, you think, oh, they're stopping for me. Well, you could have just said to me, yeah. mate, I've just done you a favor. You're 50 meters closer to your destination. So, you know, it's win-win. Peace prize goes to Glenn Goodman of Aussie Tech Head. Now, because you're you're a Gold Coaster, Mark, now I don't know if people uh, remember, uh, or I'm not sure they believe me when I tell them that when we were younger, and I'm not sure if this happened to you or you were actually involved in it or whatever, but you used to get stopped on the side of the road or pulled over, yelled at as you were driving, pulled over because the guy pulled you over because he says, I've got a truck full of speakers and stereos in the back. You want to buy some? Did that ever happen to you? Vaguely. Vaguely. Yeah. The, yeah. Ones that, the ones that I can remember are the windscreen wipers. Well, I don't remember those ones. Well, they had as in the guy, and, and, and also newsies as well. I used to be a newspaper salesman <laughs> back when I was like fourteen years old, and I would I would literally not sit in the traffic, but I would stand in the traffic. And when the lights went red, there were certain intersections that we'd actually fight and kill for. Yes. So I'd kill other boys in order to get this piece of real estate. And um, yeah, you used to just walk out to the cars, and people would hand you money, and you'd throw the paper at them, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, one day I was coming off, as in like. The, the light went green and I was stepping off and a car ran over the back of my foot. Oh, nasty. Did it mm, hurt? Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Have you ever run your foot down a step when you're climbing downstairs and you scrape the back of your foot? Yes. Yeah, Just think like of that. a car doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, nasty. Not nasty. Well, are you all right now? Yeah, I've got a limp, but <laughs> hey, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. All right. All right, so we'll, we'll keep going straight away because this vid blow, I don't want it to stop again. So save... Back to Mark, back to me. All right, now, Mark, uh, free free OSX beta. Are you involved? Yes. This is where we were going earlier, where it was um, backing up, not being able to use Time Machine, or not necessarily not using it, but just not relying on it, not trusting it. It's just a bit kind of scary. Mm. And I stumbled across this beta seed testing gang from again Aussie tech heads god I don't know how people can live without Aussie tech heads seriously no. like the amount of information you get from it for free oh, I know it's um, great isn't it so I was I was I was checking it out and I went to the link followed the link and it was all exciting I'm like yes what they're doing is they're saying that we will give you and this is this is where it gets really funny because everyone was all jumping for joy when they said we're going to give you Mavericks Guess how much? Remember that when he did the thing and it was like yeah. the little price was going to come down. It was like free. We're yeah. giving it to you for free. And everyone, including me, were like, oh, oh, that's amazing because it's normally 150 bucks like Windows. I'm like, mm. whoa, this is crazy. Free. But it's a we're beta testers now. Yes. That's ultimately that's ultimately what we are. Because they didn't set, they didn't they didn't sell a full version. They actually gave a free beta version of Mavericks to everyone, and we became the beta testers. Smart dudes, very smart. But what I discovered was, oh, and by the way, has anyone seen the comedy show Silicon Valley? 
No. It's uh, there's three episodes out. Highly recommend it. Sitcom about Silicon Valley. And it's got like you know, MySpace and all that kind of stuff all there. It's very funny. Highly recommend it if you're a geek and you like that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I went, yeah, cool. I'm going to get into this and this is great. And it said you can be a beta tester, which means you actually get the latest versions of this beta software yeah you and yep. you can provide feedback and this is what i've been looking for because the only thing i could find in the past was going to the support forums and they're just painful mm. but the, in order to do that i gotta re i gotta put this new beta plus thing. one so it's like version one plus a. one um it's plus like, like the update and one. <laughs> I, I don't i don't know because i've just installed everything onto it and it's kind of like oh what well, did you run it as you can imagine did you run this beta no, I haven't. It's, oh. I stopped it because I, I need to back up my computer yes. first, which is daunting for anybody. Well, in the, if you go to the show notes, there's a – and you know all know where we can find show notes at aussietechheads.com.au. There's uh, some screenshots. So if, you, if you're too scared to install it and you just can't be bothered, there's a couple of screenshots there. And, look, giving it away for free, uh, look, suggestions are that, that, that there's big changes coming. Because, like, you know, normally the beta tests don't get given away. You, If you're a developer, you can subscribe to them for 100 bucks a year, you know, to get all the, the pre-release sort of stuff and the betas and Which all that. Which is pretty that's, – that's rather cheap, you know, for, for any noob or, or geek, as in, yes. like, just a little hobbyist. I could, you could pay 100 bucks, 100 bucks a year and get all the latest stuff. That would be awesome. Yeah, well, Microsoft come stopped up with that. some good feedback, who knows what might happen. Yes, well, Microsoft used to do that and they stopped it. Uh, which has been very disappointing. But, uh, yeah, so if you want to see some screenshots, go there. But the thing is, why are they doing it for free? And the the general consensus is that there's some big changes coming. Now, some like uh, the last time Apple released a free beta version of its operating system was the original OS X, and only Apple loyalists who couldn't wait for the jump from OS 9 were the ones using the program. In the past, Apple has made beta versions of its operating systems available to developers. Yeah, I said that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, making the beta free to Mac customers begs the question, why familiarity, big changes, etc., uh, etc., et to get more feedback because of these big changes that are coming. So, well, I think it's a good thing that they, they ask for feedback because in the end we are the ones that actually have to endure their you know, operating system. And don't get me wrong, like OSX is, is, has always been reliable. It's always been good. Hmm. But uh, just little things where they've dusted over them and you're kind of like you're hearing stories about what's it, Johnny Ive? Yeah. Yeah, the, the designer. Designer that took over the whole thing and got rid of Forstall or whatever his name was, the one that was the guy that had the green velvet look and the wood grain and all that stuff. He got moved on and they brought in Johnny for the uh, things. He's now taken over the Mavericks mm. building team right. as well or the design <laughs> team. Yeah. And you just think to yourself that you're hearing a lot of people saying, oh, you know, there's infighting and such and such has resigned because now Johnny Ives taking over this part oh. and he's, he's sick to death of the old things. He wants new things. But you're thinking to yourself, okay, you're giving of all these, you know, cool little features, but then things that should be dealt with where you use them every day mm. and there's POFs. If an operating system has POFs and they're POFs that can be easily rectified so easily. And in actual fact, I went all the way around looking for a way to turn it on I thought maybe it's actually a syst- it's in the system, but you need to activate it. You know what I mean? It may default as off. Yeah. And yeah, nothing. No, no resizing whatsoever. It's just kind of obnoxious. Hmm. But I do have a couple of other ideas as well, which I'm going to share if I do join the program. As All in right. 
bit like I said, bit daunting, but yeah. I'll give it a shot. Well, can't you? Keep you well, couldn't you buy uh, another SSD drive, slip it in, and and just do it off that? You know, it's not. No, it's not... we're talking about an iMac. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jace, did you have anything else you wanted to um, share with us? Yeah, well, uh, Australia, of course, you know, is becoming the land of the scam. So uh, this uh, Commonwealth Bank is the one that's being targeted at the moment. And they uh, say to just watch out for this one. Uh, the, over the past, past few days, the ACCC has report, received reports of scam phone calls where people ask for the resident by their name. So they know what your name is when they call. And then they pretend to be a representative of the bank. Uh, getting information so that they can refund overcharge fees. Of course, we know the banks would love to give back uh, all the money that they uh, charge you. Yeah. And uh, they they obviously are getting, you know, a bit upset that they've been charging people too much money on their fees. So Mm. uh, somebody will ring up and they'll say, hey, is that Glenn Goodman? And you'll say, yep. They say, okay, tomorrow there's a guy from the Department of Fair Trading is going to call you up and uh, he'll grab your details and he'll give you this big refund from your bank. And so you hang up next day, sure enough, ring, ring. Hi, this is this is John from the Department of Trading. <laughs> uh, what is your credit card number so that I can refund you oh, some money? Yeah. You're like, oh, ka-ching, here's my credit card number, expiry date. We'll just charge you a little fee mm. to process the big refund, yeah. which is sounds a lot like those Nigerian ones. Yeah, if you give us uh, 20000 we'll give you a million. Yeah. So uh, same kind of thing. Uh, and uh, the Commonwealth Bank says we never do anything like that. We're not going to have an automated call. We're not going to call you up and say we'll ring back no. tomorrow and give you lots of money. And <laughs> why not just refund the fee so, back to the account? Why? Why to a? Yeah. Why to a credit card? It might not even if it might not even be a CBA credit card. Like it's crazy. Well, they'll, they'll take your bank details as well. And see if yeah. they can get the money out that way. <laughs> what amazes just... me is that they're introducing the uh, signature. Is going as well, yes. no longer. They're not introducing it. They're getting rid of it. Yes. So, like everyone that's reducing, uh, like if you uh, do, do, we have post what are they called pin numbers for our credit cards at this. Yep. Mm. Yes, we do. Everything's going that way, and everything's going to be chip and pin. In fact, I was at my bank a couple of days ago with just a normal transaction card, and they said, "Well, this one's going to become chip and pin as well for the added security." And uh, I love PayWave. Everywhere I go, if I can PayWave it, I'll do it. If it doesn't, yeah. it gets me annoyed because then I have to jam it in the bloody thing and type in numbers and stuff. It's just easier. I blip, off I go. That's right. I, I find that pay PayWave is or whatever they, the different ones that are out there. But for me, it makes you pin lazy <laughs> because you're paying for everything with just a tap of the card and, yeah. you, and then you get into that habit of just going yes i can pay that and then one day they turn around and go oh sorry it's not working you have to use your pin and you're like oh, pin oh, i'm not used to a pin anymore <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, mentioned to, uh, I mentioned to glenn before on the show that uh when i was working supporting the cba in uh, brisbane there was a guy who got cranky and was going off at the staff because they painted the uh automatic teller out the front because it had got graffiti and stuff over it so they got a nice paint over and this guy comes in screaming at the staff and they're like what's going on he said i never remember my pin i scratched it into the front of the <laughs> teller there so i remember it every time i come now i can't get my money out i don't know what's oh, going on oh that's crazy <laughs> if, they, if they if they painted it maybe you should have bought a little bit of paper and a lead pencil and you know <laughs> just scratch <laughs> it over it. It. that's just Try insane. get it back again yeah that's that's like convenience yeah. in its purest form that is yeah well, we'll i've been listening to uh leo on his podcast and he says that when when he goes to europe and other people from your show go to europe and that and they're like okay just put your card in and type in the pin they're like 
oh no, we have to sign for everything. America doesn't have that technology yet. Oh, oh okay, nice. here you go. Wow. The oldie. <laughs> yeah. Well, can you Calls believe? Clunk, clunk. Can you believe? I was given a check today. Can you believe that? A check. Now I've got to go to the bank. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they got a better one for that at the banks in the US. They actually have apps for like iPhone where you take a photo of the check and it goes straight into their processing center and uh, gets approved through there. Wow. That's great. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like it's going full circle. Like before we had technology, people could get away with counterfeiting and just being dodgy as hell. Mm. But then they brought in all this technology to mess it up. And now it's coming back full circle. So like you can, they're getting so lazy now. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. If you've never used Photoshop, that's great. But anyone that's used Photoshop, let's play with this check. Yeah, that's right. What is that? Is that the, the, the mica? Isn't that supposed to be, how could they process it? They must just character recognize the little mica encoding because that's all supposed yeah, to be well, magnetic. Just, the bottom are going to be different and everything. So if they find out that there was never a check issued that's got that number on the bottom. Oh, I just make up well, your own. Sorry, so that one was cashed four times last week. I don't think you can cash it again this week. No, that one's oh. dead. We'll, we'll, we'll ban that one. But in just the, in the future, you just got to walk up to the thing, hold the phone up with a photograph of you. There's my there's my check. Yeah. <laughs> Bluetooth it to you. All yeah. right, sweet. Give me the car. Since, now, since you cashed that check four times last week, we'll have a guy ring you tomorrow and he'll do a refund for you if you just give him your credit card number. <laughs> yeah. Now, what, what, what amazes me is that, um, what's it called? The Bitcoin, I think it's called. Yeah. Mm. Um, Everyone around me, not everyone, but like a few people around me are just praising it, saying, you know, singing about it's oh. how wonderful it is and it's great and it's tops. How, how many and, have they got? And, and all I could think of is that I remember when the Bitcoins were like a dollar each and now they're like $1,500 yeah. per Bitcoin. And you're thinking to yourself, how the hell do you pay for stuff? And then they're saying that they're bringing in Bitcoin um, ATMs. ATMs. But have you, you just think, I don't know. Yeah, it's like coming ooh. to Australia, Bitcoin ATMs coming to Australia, they've announced. Yeah. But I just, I don't understand how the system works because like one Bitcoin and then something might be a percentage of a Bitcoin. So you're not paying for the whole Bitcoin. And it just seems, to, I don't know, it just, because Glenn came up with this idea back in 97 and he called it eCash. Yeah. And it was something that was almost identical, but the problem was. It was ahead of its time. Is, well, not just ahead of its time. The fact that I don't think you can ever be ahead of the hackers. Mm. And, you know, as far, and not just that, you're never ahead of the EMP from the sun. Because, like, if you had – here's a story. You ready for this? A friend of ours was using Bitcoin and the Silk, Silk Road, I think it's called, mm -hmm. and he was purchasing pharmaceuticals yeah. legally because yeah. at that point there was a spotlight on Silk Road and he was using Bitcoin. Wow. And he, he had, like, a Bitcoin account, and this is no word of a lie, he had – equivalent i believe of either eight to ten thousand bitcoins and wow, then when silk road got taken down yeah everyone's accounts were frozen yeah so he had thousand eight to ten thousand bitcoins in his silk road account and when you looked at what it was worth now with fifteen hundred dollars or whatever it was what one bitcoin was worth it was worth like he had a tear in his eye when he worked it out oh, no, yeah. but he said yeah they just froze the account and that to me sounded like a that, that was like entrapment for me. That was like, yeah. you know, they gathered all the, it was like a drag, drag net. They've just dragged everyone in, get on the Bitcoin, use that, wait, you know, save, 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 and then bang, pull the plug. Mm. That's like, yeah, that's that happened in a lot of places. They even had a uh, Bitcoin exchange in Sydney where that this kid was running and then one day suddenly it was gone 
and everyone reckons he just took everybody's bitcoins out of their wallets that they'd uploaded to his server, chucked in yeah, his own. That's what I, yeah, that's what And he's like, I'm rich now. See you guys, yeah. I'm off to Hawaii. There's no... Um, how many players can you walk into a Harvey Norman and say, I'll oh, buy that jumbo TV with my bitcoins? Yeah, well... That, like, can well, you do that? Well, well, in some places nowadays you can, but there's no Bitcoin ombudsman. But yeah, so... um, But look, just to finish... I don't know, it just sounds too... It just sounds too crazy. flaky. Yeah, I'm not into it. But just to look, just quickly to finish off on the Commonwealth Bank, the Commonwealth Bank of Australia has rolled out mobile payment technology at 17 Australian schools in a program that it calls QKR, uh, pronounced quicker. Now, big Q, little K, big R. Uh, developed by MasterCard, quicker mobile payment technology has been placed at eight schools in Victoria. The app lets parents use their iPhone or Android smartphone in order to order meals, contribute to fundraising and pay for school items and like uniforms without having to give the children money. Now, this is, I think this is a good idea, but I think it has to, I think you have to stop. Uh, I don't want it to see it replace cash at the tuck shop. I think that would be bad because you've got to. I don't think that's where they're heading with it. I think it's more for parents. Well, you never know. But any, the, the quicker app was first rolled out in 2012 at a La Premiere Hoyt Cinemas, enabling users to order food and drinks from their seats using your iPhone or using your smartphone. Oh, there you go. So there you go. Well, there's one good thing about it. You know, um, Jono is not going, big Jono is not going to bash you up for your lunch money if it's on their phone. Well, <laughs> yeah, he can't really so do Sorry, anything. I can't give you it. It's on the phone. It only works at the tuck shop. It's not going to do you any I'll good. Just I have, I, have to say, though, I have to say, ordering your meal at a cinema is brilliant. You don't have to get up. Yeah. You don't have to go and get your get your whatever your cool mints or whatever it is that you're going to get. Have you done it? And you can get your phone, and they bring it to you. How nice. great is that? Yeah. How good is that? And t- well, you still got to get yeah. out the other toilet. Like being like being in gold class, they do that. You order all your stuff, and they bring it straight to your seat. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. Great. I don't watch gold class too much. Don't don't get in there too. Don't get in there too don't much. Don't with that many people in your family. <laughs> oh. I'm just a bit worried about that sniper who's going to take off Mark's head any minute. Where? Who? Where? Where's that? Your uh, microphone showing yeah. a red dot on your forehead just <laughs> every time you get close to it. <laughs> While you're talking, I see this red dot coming and going all the time. Back. Like somebody's going to take him out any second. He's going to be gone. getting taken out. Oh, all right, so. Oh, geez, I don't know uh, where we're up to now. I think we've gone over in that segment. Okay. Oh, there's more. there was one story that – can we finish up with this story? Um, hang on. Brilliant... I've only got one, two, three, four segments. Uh, well, we've got to do that RSL fundraising campaign. That's brilliant. Yeah, so I'll do that oh, at the now. end. So we'll do that at the end because I want to like end the show just with a, a minute silence and then do the credit, right, okay. then do the credit. So I can edit that in. I think. You see, you can ring up for that now. There's a phone number you can yes. ring and listen to one minute silence. Yeah. <laughs> We've got this. Somebody's making a lot of money there. Well, it's a good idea. It's a, just a gimmick. Isn't All it? our operators now, 55 cents every five seconds. All right. Now let's uh, go with. Telstra just needs to take away their advertising on when you're on hold and they can do it as well. You that's... can get like plenty of minutes of silence. Yeah, that's going to start. Shit doesn't work. Microsoft, as we know, is in tight negotiations with Nokia, and apparently the negotiations are nearly finished, and apparently uh, the Nokia is going to be renamed Microsoft Mobile, that's it, Microsoft Mobile, (laughs) Uh, Nokia. That's so creative. Well, NokiaPowerUser.com reported that Microsoft intends to change the name of Nokia to Microsoft Mobile. 
The letter that uh, the Nokia PowerUser.com obtained also states that Nokia does not plan to make any changes to its supplier base. Under the terms of the sale, Microsoft will assume all rights, benefits and obligations of the Nokia devices and services business, including Nokia's agreements with suppliers, blah, 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 blah. So Microsoft General Counsel and Executive Vice President Brad Smith confirmed in a blog post that Microsoft has completed the steps necessary to finalise Nokia acquisition very, very soon. But Microsoft... Nokia shareholders must be nervous. Oh, no. Well, it's all Microsoft, I think. You know, like, who's got the better, the better brand, do you think? Nokia or Microsoft? Nokia, yeah. I'd say they should stick with Nokia. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Nokia. People Way are happy more. with Nokia phones. They're like, not another Microsoft one. Is this like a Zoom or something terrible? Yeah. Like, Nokia is like the BMW of mobile phones when you look at it. They've been around a while, haven't they? They have. That's, that's, a, that's a travesty, changing it, especially changing it to Microsoft Mobile. Like, what, what's Nemo. that? Hmm. Well, that's, that's, there's no... There's no they could have, could have oh, Nokia. They could like, have a campaign with electronic fish and it'd be finding Mimo. They could have, I <laughs> could have called it Nocrosoft. Well, they could have called, they could have called it anything. Micro Kia. It's a small car. Now, if you're not Micro in. Micro Kia. <laughs> now, oh, also. Lawsuits there. Uh, Macworld enters the Apple resale market. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, described as a marketplace. The site allowing Apple users to buy and sell hardware has been set up in conjunction with the Swedish company mm, Resell. The site allows Apple users to sell hardware, which is refurbished and uh, sold via the mm, Resell site. Repairs and refurbishment is done by the iExpert. Now, so this is just like, I think, Gazelle in the US, something pretty similar. You know, you, you got your old iPhone 4S in the cupboard. You might as well stick, in it, stick it in and see how much it's worth and just pack it off and send it away. Uh, the site. So, what's the cost? Do they, do they take a do they take a chunk out of the selling price with regards to the refurbishment? Although, what they would more likely do is they they give you an online quote of what they think it's worth based on what you've put in good condition, bad condition, uh, what model it is, and so forth. And that quote would be probably a price that if the phone is received by them in the condition that you stated, then you would get the money, and that price would be significantly or uh, proportionately reduced to cover any expenses that they would have incurred to get that phone into a saleable product and also a little nice little profit for them off it. Does that make sense? Thanks for that, Glenn. That's that was okay. an awesome explanation. <laughs> That's good. The site from- like Mazuma Mobile in Australia does the same sort of thing. Oh, there's already one around, is there? Turn your old phone into cash, mazumamobile.com.au. <laughs> the, the site promises, so this, is, this is only for Apple phones. So the site promises products will be shipped within 48 hours and tracked to your door. So this is when you buy one from them, uh, as well as refunds if products are returned within two weeks. The site also states that warranties are offered on all products. The site also allows users to register to be alerted when Emory Cell has stock of their preferred product. According to the site, sellers enter the serial number of the product, answer questions and the condition of the product, and are then given a quote. Sellers post their product to iExperts, receive payment once the product has been checked. As well as listening, uh, as well as listing hardware for sale, the site includes reviews, blogs, news, features, tips, and guides from MacWorld Australia. Good on you, MacWorld. Emory Seller have drop-off and pick-up services through iExperts in the Sydney CBD area, Bondi Junction, Westfield, Penrith, Westfield, and Melbourne CBD. There you go, Jace. There'll be one waiting for you down in Melbourne. Thanks. When you get there, if I if I ever wanted to go back to Apple products again in my life, I'll think about it. <laughs> well, you'd have you have a few to sell, wouldn't you? 
Somebody over there hates it. Yes, no, I uh, de-appled myself. I went fully Apple about 2010-ish. And then uh, over the last year, I've de-appled just about everything. I still got my MacBook Pro because it's good for holidays and take it, uh, I can use it on holidays. But uh, other than that, no Apple. So I've got the you Apple TV that someone gave me. Mm-hmm. What do you have Windows 7. <laughs> oh, you've serious. So did you actually install Windows 7 directly onto the MacBook? Dual boot. Okay, but I no don't right. boot into that other one. Okay. Well, aren't you just a delight? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would go down well. <laughs> I, um, you love it. Magic. That's great. Uh, There's a Windows machine booting up behind me right now. Oh, look at it. The, love it. Now, uh, Jace, did you have any more? tonight or i've got a couple more we can just back um... well there was a there's a some information about uh nokia uh, nokia <laughs> you got that stuck in my head <laughs> nike, nike is laying off uh, some of their workers that were doing the fuel band that uh, led to speculation that they're going to start doing the iWatch for apple but uh they said no we're going to continue to improve the nike plus fuel fuel band app launch the new meta lux colors and will sell and support the Nike Plus Full Band SE for the foreseeable future. They uh, still do think that uh, people are going to, uh, the people that are left in the company are going to be working on uh, iWatch, or perhaps the people that are left are going to be moving over to Apple and uh, doing some work on the iWatch there. So the iWatch rumor mill still keep, keeping hot there. So oh. we still wait and see what's going a, to happen. I still like my Pebble. Watch because at the end of the day, the iWatch, I'm guessing, is going to work on a Wi Fi network. As in, like, if you're in a if you're in a Wi-Fi area, your iPhone you'll be able to access things online, access stats, that type of thing. That being so close to your wrist at all times, surely that would cause some complications at some point. Hopefully, not as bad as what the Fitbit Flex did, where it started uh, giving people all sorts of nasty rashes, and they got <laughs> taken to court for that one. But um, I don't know. They should use low Bluetooth 4.0, I think, is probably the best way to do it, same as all the others. It doesn't have that much power, and it connects. My Pebble works fine that way. Hmm. And the other thing was, oh, what was it? They had a, um, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, that's right. The guy, the glass, I'm sure you would have covered it in previous episodes, but they were offering the Google Glass for 1500 bucks. For one oh, day, yes. they're offering it, and you're thinking to yourself, "So yeah, you're going to go out and buy the beta version of a product that's probably going to look more like Ray, Ray, what is it, Ray, Ray Ban? I think signed a deal with them, so they're going oh, to be yeah. fitting the Google Glass into Ray Bans, which will be way classier. So you're they're essentially moving out all their old stuff for fifteen hundred. And the other thing with that is, if that works on Wi-Fi, that's right next to your temple. Mm. Well, you know, can't be good for you. Well, no, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? You got it. You got I just I, I worked I worked in retail for many years, and we had a customer who was a real estate agent who used a mobile phone, and he was getting a tumor or something in his from using it so often. So he, his doctor said, "Just put it on the other ear." So he started using <laughs> it in that ear, and then he got the the same thing in that ear. So now he's got it on both sides. Oh, no. So the the brilliant doctor googled it and he said, "Oh, we'll just get a hands free thing and leave it in your pocket." And then it started doing his legs. So actually he ended up getting leukemia of the thigh bone because he had it in his pocket. And and the thing was, as he said, that when it was in in his pocket, he forgot about it. He didn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't so conscious of it. Like when he was holding it next to his head, he could actually kind of like get worried. But yeah, so he ended up dying of leukemia from from the phone being in his pocket. I was going to ask if he was still with us. No, he he, he was, yeah, we didn't buy or sell any more TVs to him. No. 
sadly. <laughs> what a great way to end that <laughs> section. I know. I know. <laughs> That's oh, just great. Isn't there's, it? A, there's an interesting pair of socks appearing and disappearing behind you there too. All right. Oh, that's 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 the magic. That's Hollywood magic right there. This that is was actually Peter Jackson's socks. <laughs> this is he our, wore them on the set of The Hobbit. This is our last ten minutes. I'm all out of kilter, but um, another ten should see it right. Okay, uh, let's come back here. How, how, who's who's how's that guy that used to own the Retrovision? The what do you used to call him? The University. The, um, oh, the yeah, the, the the not the dean. Was it the dean? Do we call him the dean or the? Was he chancellor? chancellor. No, not chancellor. Yeah, Something it was, similar it was a that, chancellor, then. I think. Was it the chancellor? I think That's so. Very German. Um, <laughs> you can tell what party we're trying to create here. Um, yeah, he was the grand chancellor of the University of of, of Noobs, and oh, sorry, of, of geeks, and he he's still doing I think wedding videos and that type of stuff. Yeah, right. Video it. editing. Has he still you know? got his Vic twenties and stuff all unopened? I'm sure. I'm sure he does. But whether they work or not, I think they may have received some moisture damage in the floods. Mm. So yeah, I think they're probably more just things you put in a glass cabinet and go, "Ooh, look at that." All right, let's come back and go. I think I've only got one more story. Jace, did you have anything else? Uh, not really. No. All right, Mark. Well, you, you can always talk about anything, so you'll be right. So let's yeah. go back with my last story and then at the end we'll do this minute and then we'll be, we'll be good. I don't know. I've sort of been two minds about doing too much about it because like it, it's uh, tomorrow. So a lot of people probably won't even listen to the show before Saturday. But anyway, that's just how it goes, isn't it? We're it's here. called respect. We're here tonight, so we're going to do it. Exactly. We're doing this live for the people, for, for Milo in the lounge. The minute silence is for you, mate. Well, Milo had to go because he's internet shit itself. <laughs> All right. Well, then we that bad tonight. Jeez, give us a break. We're just doing the minute silent as a as a show of respect yes. to the diggers. All right. Uh, let's come back with. Well, that's right. Yes, you can watch us live, record the show if you so desire. And you can do that all. You can do that by going to uh, aussietechheads.com.au, follow the prompts, or just for aussietechheads.com.au forward slash live. Uh, all the instructions are there and, tell, and tells you when we're on and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so, yeah, good on you. All right. Now, yeah. <laughs> Google Maps, step back in time. There's a song title in there somewhere. Uh, Google Maps takes you back in time with street view improvement. Now, this is being rolled out around the world at the moment. It hasn't come to my street, but I wouldn't imagine too much has changed in my street. Uh, Google has began letting, began letting people turn back the clock on street view images to show how places have changed over the seven years it's been collecting pictures for its free online mapping services. Now, I liked how some of the articles started here. They go, um, you know, they're rolling back time. They're, Google's delving into history. You know, yeah, back to 2007. Yeah, images from Street View. Is that up. all? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, I suppose highlights would be Fukushima. Uh, is that have the yes. after shots of that. Yes, yeah, so images from Street View archives dating back to 2007 can be explored at Google Maps on desktop computers in what is Google's depicting as the digital time capsule of the world. Now, if you're a child today, 50 years from now, you'll be able to walk through the memories of your old neighbourhood. Google oh, your... delightful. Yeah, yeah. They call it the cool new feature. Now, the feature is gradually being rolled out, as I said. Users will know if the feature is available if they see a clock icon in the upper left-hand portion of a street view image. 
they can and click. And can I just jump in here yep. for a second? Because if you remember, there was a landslide mm. in America, in Washington or in one of those, Idaho, I think it happened. Yep. And he in a video that I watched where the guy was explaining how it happened and why it happened, it was all to do with deforestation. But um, in the actual video, he mentioned this. He said that you can actually step back in time to show you how the erosion has taken over and where the deforestations happened up in the hill and why it slid down and killed all those people. Um, but he had the same thing. There was a clock. But when I went onto the website from Australia, yes, there was no clock. No, no clock. Well, it's being rolled which really out. annoyed me because I couldn't do any real. I couldn't really see before and after shots, which just well, didn't it's really being do rolled it out. Me. Give it a chance. Maybe tomorrow when you open your pretty little eyes, it might be there. Or wait another night, have another night of beauty sleep, and it might be there the next day. But give it a chance. Oh. <laughs> it's getting rolled. Yeah, it is a public holiday tomorrow, so it won't be happening then. Yeah, so you can click on the slider. So it's like a before and after, split down the middle, and you can move the slider either way. Mm, mm, mm. It's very impressive. Yes. And so I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, well, if you want to have a look at some of the some of the ones out there at the moment, well, I'm sure you can just Google it before you have access, before we get access to the, the clock icon. But just Google them. There's plenty of news stories around with the, the images. Um, if you're watching us on the video, there's one there. Uh, so it looks like a, a, an old building has been renovated or either a new right, building. So or the left-hand been... side is the before shot. Yeah. Because like if you were to go to some places like, for example, where Katrina hit, the before shot would be the one on the right. Yes. And the new shot would be the one on the left. Yes. The one with the car in the tree. Yes. Yeah. So that place has changed quite a bit, hasn't it? Mm. It is. Magical. It Magical. Is. And that's Washington, D.C. Yeah. Which is good that's, to see they've made an effort. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. Well, I think that's all the stories that I have. Uh, Mark. Oh, well, can I, can yes. I share one thing before, before we go into that? important story that's going to trail off the end of this yes. episode and that is um upgraded the memory in the iMac and must say very easy very easy process was not painful probably let them the least painful iMac upgrade available mm. that I've seen well memory time that I've been using iMacs yeah well I think memory generally is pretty well, I'd say it was pretty easy, I suppose, that in the Macs. I know it's just like well, it's just like opening up a laptop. The memory's just there, isn't it? And you just have to Yeah, take but in the old days, you used to have to unscrew panels and they'd be tucked up underneath and it'd be really mm. hard to access. Whereas now, you just buy it a drink and mm. you press a little button and it pops a little flap. Mm. Some could and say And then it. you just pull out the two two sticks and there's four slots and you, it's, it starts very sexual. A flap and then you opener. just clip it back up again, pop the flap flap back up and you're good to go. Oh, you love popping those flaps open. I know that. And, uh, <laughs> and everyone, everyone else, you can do the same thing. You just, uh, yeah, get your screwdriver out and uh, give it a bit just of a twist. Sure you don't get any viruses. No, give it a twist and away you go. Uh, so that's easy. Easy done. Now, Mark, what else has been going on in your life? Uh, you still, you're working hard up there at Waxy still, is that right? Up there in service? Yes, yes. Still, still, still um, atmosphere enhancer at yeah. uh, Waxy's pub which yeah. is delightful. It's moving into other things. Like I don't just play music. I do all their marketing and media and I create videos. I pull all the latest YouTube highlight videos, like extreme videos and stuff, and I put them all together. And I'm a bit mm. of a producer I am. It's exciting. Nice. And I've got lots of viewers and they're very entertained by the of the videos that I make from, which is great. Yeah, well, that's it, good. It turns out that the big screen on the dance floor actually has a USB input. Right. And that plays back DivX. So I've got like five hours of videos put all together with advertising and stuff and 
play it. Perfect. Yeah, right, right. So, Love so it when technology works. Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? So you, um, so you're not sort of just DJing every night, all that sort of stuff. How do you keep up with all the music? Like, do you just how do you keep up? Do you listen to top forties all well, the time, or how do you keep up with it? I'm I'm uh, to, a funny story to come from this, but as a DJ, um, I do have an internet connection, which is a basic my four G network, so you, you can't go to town on that mm. um but like yeah people will request songs and i'll buy them off itunes so you know when they had that ping service on itunes which lasted maybe what four months and then it was pulled yeah um yeah. it was a bit bad because my profile showed that i was a fan of things like kesha and black eyed peas yeah. and all these kind of like top 40 artists because i was buying the singles mm. but it wasn't reflecting my true musical love like there was no elvis there was no beatles there was no yeah. there was none of that stuff it was just all this latest crap so, so i can understand why ping disappeared so i was just going to ask you then like so you've been like pretty heavily into the music for some time like since well probably all your life pretty much as long as i've known you anyway uh so what is your favorite era like the the, the say well 60s so you mentioned the beatles and the the king so the 60s 70s 80s 90s the the noughties i hate that terminology or um this decade what what do you, where do you think you um, fit if you wanted such a hard question <laughs> a good question but a hard one nonetheless um i'd have to say that you know when you look at the music from the 60s and 70s 80s it started to get don't get me wrong there's a lot of classy stuff from the 80s as well but when you started to hit the boy bands and and spice girls and then the britain's got talent and the voice and all this kind of thing um, I don't know. It's kind of, it's a, it's a bit weird now. And, and I've always been a song person. I've never really been a band person because I think the songs are more important, mm. but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably the sixties and seventies for sure. Cause yeah. like that's when you had things like the Eagles and you had the Beatles and you had the King and you had Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although that was good, but I know and more and more, I find myself singing along to eighties myself, you know, well, that's what's on the radio well, these that's, days. That's, you know? that's, that's a disease we like to call. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Mardi Gras for that. If you're actually into it, oh, right. uh, but, no, but I was going to say, uh, don't get me wrong though. Cause there was a lot of good Kiwi music. I want that's, that's one. That's an underestimated music. That one is the Kiwi music. When yeah, you're looking right. at bands like house of Shem, tomorrow, people six sixty. Yeah. Like there's a lot of good music, Crowded House, obviously, Dragon, so many Kiwi bands, Jenny Morris. Like yeah. when you look at a lot of the great Australian music, New Zealand has played a large role in making that happen. Didn't Russell Crowe have a band? Yeah, we won't mention that though. <laughs> he was um, a New Zealander, wasn't yeah, God he? Bless him. God bless him. He was a great gladiator. Yeah. But uh, music wise, you know, don't, uh, ten, uh, 10 foot of 60, something. 68 foot of grunt or something. Yeah, it was so, a, a special name. It was kind of like, <laughs> Craig McLaughlin and check one too. <laughs> oh, Mona. Back in the day. Back yeah. in the day. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's interesting. It is interesting. And music is, oh, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. It's very powerful. Now, Jace. Oh, and that's the other thing too. Mm. I've been doing some recordings with a young gentleman by the name of Ben Wehipehana. Yeah. And it's a tough one. Because like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a surname from hell. But if you do a search for Ben W E H I P E I H A N A. Now I'm you, not going to repeat it. Just you need it to, you need to um, you need yes. to show guidance there, Mark, and get him to just shorten that or to come up with something else. Ben. No, we're, we're, we're moving with BTW is is his call call sign because that's his initials, mm. and it's also an anagram or not an anagram. It's an abbreviation of by the way. 
Oh, yeah. By the so way, BTW. Have a listen. Give right. that a shot too. Try BTW. You probably won't get what I'm talking about. Won't come up. Won't be the first hit. But anyway, give it a shot. Maybe there somewhere. Now, Jace, uh, I, what sort of music are you into? We might as well go over to you and find out what, what you'd like. Just Electronic it. and retro 80s. Nice. Nice. So, uh, so you... What was the first one? Electronica. Electronica. Yeah, nice. okay. Yeah, right. So is there much radio play for that stuff? Are there stations in Sydney that do that sort of stuff? Uh, no, there's uh, internet radio stations that do that sort of stuff. Oh. <laughs> On my Spotify list. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, because uh, you surprised me the other week when you mentioned that you don't really watch uh, TV at all. Uh, so No, I just pack my television away in the next room now because I use it so little. So. Yeah, fair thing. That's, That's amazing. a good thing. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, I think there is a lot too much TV being watched. Like, there's too much in this household. I know. Like, we don't. We don't have an antenna on our roof or cable. So doesn't it doesn't mean I didn't just watch the whole series one of Broadchurch the other day, but but not on the TV. It wasn't on a TV. Mm. That was what a good was series. Show? That was a good series. Broadchurch. It's a detective Broadchurch. Broad <laughs> the detective Broad show from the UK with David Tennant from Doctor Who, and it's written by one of Doctor Who's writers, Chris Chibnall. Mm. What's it about? It's a murder mystery. It's about a boy who gets murdered in an old uh, seaside beach town and they have to find out who did it and why. Mm. Broad church. I saw Tennant's thing about the World War II spies. That was a bit, hmm. I haven't seen that. Yeah. But did you get the name of it, Mark? Broad church. Yes. Broad. Broad. Check that out. Can't understand Hollywood. Um, Like, for example, with iTunes music, that's part of Hollywood. You can buy certain things, but then other things you just can't buy. And if they were available, I'd buy them. Mm. And one of those things is the panel. If you can remember the panel from TV with yes. Rob Sitch, yep. and Tom Gleisner and all the team and Mick Malloy. Yep. <clears throat> um, they used to have these really cool acoustic performances by big name bands and artists from around Australia and the world. And they were fantastic. And they're not available on iTunes. So I had to go to eBay and I managed to find the two CDs that I'm missing so I can now complete the series of the panel, which is fantastic. Mm. But I was on YouTube recently and there was a David Spade stand-up routine, which was rather funny. And then it came up with, you know, at the end of videos where they give you other videos that you can watch and you can click. And it had a, like, there was the one that he was doing and then there was another there was one, another one from the same show. So another segment. So I went to click that and it took me to comedy central's website, but it said, this video will not play in your country. And I'm like, Sweet. why don't you just put a pirate patch and a fucking skull and yeah. crossbones there and say, <laughs> pirate the shit out of this because we're not going to give it to you for free. Like the rest of the world. It's just stupid. No, no. You know what I mean, there shouldn't be any jurisdictions, especially within new world order countries, you know, mm. like we've signed up to the new world order. Yeah. I think we should have all the new world order. Mm, videos exactly. you know what i mean it just makes it just promotes piracy mm. it's stupid now depending on where when you have listened to us this week the important uh, occasion this week through the week uh is anzac day uh, april 25th now whether you are getting up early to go to the marches or if you got up early and went to the marches i think it's important that uh, we all take a just a moment out and then just and just remember the guys that have sacrificed so much for us to be here today and to, to, to enable us to sit, sit here without problem worrying about what's at the front door and to just to deliver a nice little podcast that you can listen to and everyone feels safe in the, in the immediate surroundings and especially Australia. We are very, very lucky. So hopefully you can take uh, some time out and appreciate what people have sacrificed for us. And to end on the, on uh, 
that note, uh, there is a web page called, now I'll get this up here, and it's called... Minuteofsilence.com.au. That's right. Now you can go... thinking that. You can go to the minuteofsilence.com.au. What this is all about is it's raising money for the Anzacs, uh, for the for the people that are that are left, and for the 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 recent ones that have you know gone into recent wars overseas and all that sort of stuff that maybe they're falling hard times, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's always a need. Uh, so anyway, instead of selling the pins, you know, or whatever, you might not be in a place of work where the pins are coming around or or whatever, you know, like the old days. You can now phone can I, up. Can I jump in? Can I jump yes. in? Can I jump in? Please. I have to say this, in an Australian first, an Anzac Day campaign allows Australians to pay to listen to a pre-recorded minute of silence. That's right. That sounds crazy. But what it is that is, that's, there's, I think there's a, that, that beats the, 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 the record holder, which was in New Zealand, a song went number one and it was audio that could only be heard by a dog. Right. Nice. That would have been... Well, be quite nice and quiet as well. And it, it was number one. Can you believe that? It was the number one single and it was just complete silence. But if you played it to your dog, it would start yeah. dancing. RSL organisations all around the nation have banded together to create the Minute of Silence, a pre-recorded minute of actual silence, which can be purchased and listened to over the phone, all profits going to the Anzac Appeal. The silence was recorded by more than 80 currently serving in former and former Australian Defence Force members and their families, including veterans from conflicts as recent as Afghanistan, Iran, and as long ago as World War II, Korea and Vietnam. A campaign of this nature has never been attempted before in Australia. And uh, so you can, So what the silence is, is these 80 people that have recorded it, you can go onto the minuteofsilence.com.au, it comes up with squares on the, on the screen and of different people, different old diggers in the squares. And you can listen to their minute of silence. So, you know, you might just hover over the first guy and he's just, you know, sitting in on his bed, say, and he's just, you know, minute, he's minute of silence, but you can hear the traffic in the background. You hear the, 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 the background world buzzing around him. You go to the next person, you hear maybe a train go past. Everyone's got their own minute of silence and you, you can support the Anzacs by, uh, by ringing up and uh, purchasing a minute of silence. So if that was, if that was a legit, if they, I'm sorry, but just when you said that, it was like, they should make it a certain time on the date. So if you're on the road, you slow down and stop. So there's no trains going past. And that's a minute silence, a train going past. Honestly, but they should have it so that it's a minute silence across the country. Well, that should they, be a federal thing. Well, it's 10 do 30 in the morning or whatever it is. Everybody shut the hell up. Well, I try and, and do that asleep, on, well, that's a bonus. Well, they try and do that on armistice day, don't they? 11 a.m. Oh, they're trying to do a lot of things. But all and, right. and, the, and the best way to do it, this is how you do it. You say, if you can be quiet for a minute at midday on Anzac Day across Australia, we, you'll get a free beer at the end of it. Everyone oh, would do it, sold. even the kids. It'd be like, yes, <laughs> so you've got to give them an incentive to be sh- to shut up. Seriously, especially me. Mm. All right, so I'm going to skip that. No, hang on, how do I push this to silent? I can't. We have to record this minute silence actually I'm, in front of our computers. I want to. Yes, hang on. I, I'm going to have to load that up because it doesn't want to. <laughs> it doesn't want to go mute. But all right. So anyway, uh, Jace, thanks for coming in. Thank. Uh, welcome no back. Worries. Welcome back to our... Glad to be back in the seat again. Hot yeah, seat. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. I know you had some internet problems tonight and uh, USB PC problems. So hopefully uh, you've, t- you've taken over from Will this week. We'll just call you Will. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know. Yes. Android, Android, Android. Microsoft sucks. <laughs> yeah. Apple. Now, how's, sort of how's the Obsidian Loft going strong? 
Yeah, it's still going well. It's a bit quiet for the last couple of weeks as I was away. Now Will's away on holiday as well. And then uh, today I went through and cleaned out a whole lot of stuff off my D drive. And then I went, I went to right. uh, try uh, Minecraft tonight. It was gone too because I accidentally deleted that folder. So it took me about half an hour to get everything set up again. <laughs> no, good. But it's working again now. So fingers crossed it'll keep going. That's good. And the podcast should be back, I guess, uh, next Monday. Next week. All right. Well done. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. And Mark, it's uh, great to have you back for one off episode uh, because you're not working tonight. So uh, that's well, today. Won't so happen great. again. No, no, and uh, yes, this is this is, this is yeah, yes, not quantity, not quantity, quality. Yeah, that's right. But it was it was great to have you back. Great to hear your voice again, and I'm sure everyone's uh yeah pleased to be able to catch up with you and see what you're up to uh today. And well, and if you and if you if you, if you if you miss me, you can check out the Den on iTunes, and there's a Facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash the Den HQ. It's also on Twitter as well, just the Den HQ with some number or underscore or something but mm. yeah no you can hear it and that's given me more reason to go out and actually make an effort and do it all right good stuff now here's a here's our minute of silence if we can get it to work actually <laughs> well this will be a big thing because i never never practiced this before the show uh because we'll have to skip the intro and we'll see if we can nothing blah blah, blah. menu home page minute of about nothing you know let me see. Watch the film. Can we watch the film? Nothing's been out of this. Does it go for a minute? Here we go. Let's let's have a look. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So here's uh, our minute of silence as we uh, remember the Anzacs. My minute of silence oh. is for Johnny Tinkham from my school and Bluey Tregear, who was in our mob. Louis was hit in the head with shrapnel during a night attack and no one even knew he'd been killed until the morning. I think of those two and I think of all the other men like them that I never knew. I often reflect on the fact that I came home unhurt and my two brothers came home unhurt. And it never escapes me how lucky we were. I think the survivors always have a duty to the to the injured. We were lucky that the three of us all came home. It all comes down in the end to luck. <laughs>